Amy Poehler, the famous American actress, quoted that if you can dance and be free and not be embarrassed, you can rule the world. On this note, in this episode, we are going to discuss about how a plus-size dancer rules the hearts of thousands with her dancing swag and her positive perspective of the journey. So sit back, enjoy, get your cup of coffee. Nah, get up, move your butt and dance your heart out no matter what body shape you are in because the day without dance is a day wasted. I dedicate this episode to all my marvelous dancers out there. Keep dancing and keep rocking. Hey guys, my today's guest is a fantastic, intriguing, captivating person and an incredible dancer. Her name is Rock and Roll Guys. It's Asta Bari. She is a graduate from University of Leeds, UK. She is currently working at a digital marketing agency full time and pursuing a passion for dance through Instagram's new platform Reels. With over thousands of views on a page, she is being featured on the Explore page multiple times and. has been a trending account for months asa i found you on explore page and i'm <laughs> so lucky uh, guys she lives in the sweetest city of india kolkata uh, thank you so much for gracing my show asta a very warm welcome to you i know you're held up with your work and all of that but still you made your time thank you no worries hi guys i'm so happy to be here thank god we finally have the chance to get this sorted yeah uh, asa firstly i want to ask you was how does it feel of being accepted as a plus size dancer asta you first have to accept yourself so how does it feel um i think for me i've always just been a dancer i've never thought of it mm-hmm. like in that way so for yeah. me acceptance was never like an issue or never something that i was even thinking of but it is very very nice to see how welcoming everyone has been with my dance and with everything supportive everyone has been especially considering oh. that I'm a plus size girl everyone's just been even more supportive i feel because of that reason which i thought wow you know, i thought it wouldn't go that way but it did somewhere did, did you expect that that people would be welcoming um, you um no not really so i really have so i have been performing on stage and stuff since i was like i think 4 5 years old like since i was very young i've always danced on stage i used to do kathak i wow. used to do freestyle and a lot of stuff so performing was never an issue for me but mm-hmm. it's just so different when you're recording yourself and putting it on social media because yes. then it's like your audience can react and they can straight away yeah. tell you like Oh you don't look yeah. good doing this and stuff like that. So that was my yeah. big big concern like it was a big concern of mine posting any of this like you know I don't know I didn't think people are as vocal for support as they are for hate but I was clearly very very wrong because now that I see Yay, thankfully thank god yeah since I've been doing <laughs> it's been an outpour of support so it's been brilliant wow um asa you graduating at the university of leeds uh, did it change your life whether people there more accepting of you acknowledging you especially with your dancing bit and how did you react to that um i definitely think going to uh, uni abroad was very very helpful in terms of like accepting myself and talking to people who you know look at body and body image in a very different way than i had been brought up mm-hmm. with 
So going to Leeds was definitely a big part of my mindset that is today. I think mm-hmm. speaking to people and coming across people of not only all shapes and sizes, because I feel like you see people of all shapes and sizes everywhere you go. But over yes, there, true. it was more of a conversation of people's body, like their own body image, how they perceive body image, what is acceptable, what isn't acceptable. And I always, at least lucky enough for me, was always around people who were very accepting of me and encouraging of me and were always having open discussions about our own insecurities and our own, you know, journeys through life. So I feel like going there definitely helped me a lot, like in the way that I look at the world as well. I'm sure I have body shamed people at a point as well, you know, without realizing. Mm, Like it always comes, it's a two-way street. It's not just, you know. It's so brave of you to accept that even you you were also, you know, body shamed and body shaming because it's Mm -hmm. not easy to accept that we somehow along the way we would have you know talked something or might be hurt somebody so uh, it's so brave of you to accept that fact and I love it Asta thank you of course of course I feel like you need to understand where you went wrong so you can you know not do it again at least yeah and you don't have to do the same thing to others it's how Mm -hmm. you make others feel Mm-hmm. And uh, what's your journey of body transformation on a mental level? Mm-hmm. Asta? How did you acknowledge yourself, accept yourself, despite, you know, you must be having a little bit of negativity around. So how did you come around? Um, Let me think about this. It's more like an acceptance journey for me, like in transformation for me is an acceptance journey where it works like when I was in I'm from an Indian household, not to like, I really yeah. don't want to stereotype and generalize that oh, all Indians are like this. Of course not. No, yeah. um, I'm sure yeah, there are a yeah. lot of people that are not like this and each family is different. Each parents are different. If spe- Speaking from my experience with my Indian family and my Indian relatives, I was always mm-hmm. in a space where, you know, if you lost weight, it was an amazing achievement and you're doing so well in life. And if yeah. you have gained weight, then you're messing up everything. It doesn't matter if you're doing very well in studies or if you're doing very well in anything else, but if you're messing up your weight, oh my God, you're going wrong in life, you know? (laughs) So I'm always around this like mentality, not not from my parents, not my immediate family, but a lot of other people. And even in school, I was in the type of high school where bullying was very prominent. Like bullying was almost like a rite of passage. Everyone got bullied at some point, be it about their looks, be it about their, you know, something or the other. So when I was young, it was I was always surrounded by all this, but I still, you know, or tried to almost ignore the fact that okay, I am a plus size girl. Like to me, it was always like uh-huh. I'm just Astha. Like I don't I don't think of myself in that way, and I don't behave in that way, which is a big reason why you know, like for example, in school I would I even still I love wearing crop tops. Like I really enjoy it. It's a big yeah, part of my yeah. style. Tell and me about it. Was, I love it. I love it so much. And. <laughs> so funny to me that in school a lot of times like I've had people come up to me or behind my back about how plus size girls should not wear crop tops and it was always very shocking to me because it was like why though I just don't understand so first it started with okay insults and confusion and then it kind of you know was like okay you know maybe they're right so I wouldn't I wouldn't wear like uh, like I only two two and a half years ago started wearing sleeveless clothes like I wouldn't wear sleeveless clothes I would oh, always wear wow. a shirt or a jacket or a t-shirt or yeah. I would 
if yeah. I really like the print, I would purposely buy a t-shirt instead of a tank top in it because you know because of that. So yeah, I was like that. So I was still like spreading the message of self-love and positivity, but restraining myself in these ways because I didn't really accept myself. And then I went to uni, where again, not to put everything on uni and going abroad and all that, but I think yeah. when I went to uni is also when I was growing up. So being surrounded by all these people in this environment, it really was a big part of this journey of self-acceptance. And, you know, like, and I think I only keep saying uni a lot because I hadn't ever seen anyone who looked like Mm -hmm. me also wear, say, sleeveless clothing, for example, just because I said that earlier. So there was no representation, you know, I was not Mm -hmm. looking outside or I wasn't going to a cafe or somewhere and seeing a lot of girls who looked my size wear the clothes that I wear. So because I didn't see anyone, I was like, okay, then I shouldn't do that. But when I went abroad, that was not the case at all. You know, just to make students clothing again, for example, I would see so many girls and guys, anyone, you know, it didn't matter what size they they wanted. So that really helped because of course, representation really matters. Like what you see in front of you is what you also reflect in register. Yes. Sure. And I'm so happy uh, you're representing and inspiring so many other girls. Like, you know, as you didn't have a representation. So now, like, so many girls and women have a representation of you. Like, you know, they have that notion um, that plus size, it's a general notion, Mm -hmm. not to stereotype, Mm -hmm. but it's a general notion that plus size people cannot dance or shouldn't dance. They're not, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not healthy or not, you know, flexible. Since you are a dancer and being plus size, did you? face any flexibility issues while you started dancing and did you have did you even have that in mind that you know uh, you can't do this because you looked a certain way no not at all I feel like like number one flexibility like all of these issues can always be worked on you know you can always yes, yes work on making your body more flexible you can work on increasing your stamina you can work on because like everyone needs to understand dancing is it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot yeah. of like, you know, so you have to be someone who is fit enough to maintain that. If you're doing a 10 minute routine, you need to have that mm-hmm. fitness to be able to pull through from minute one to minute 10. Yes. But yeah. so, you know, that doesn't mean that we should, again, I understand where this notion of, you know, oh, plus size people are not fit. Plus size, plus size people can't dance. But mm-hmm. size doesn't mean fitness at all, you know? Yes. Like size yes. doesn't contribute to fitness. And everyone knows that, I f- at least I feel like people have started to realize that now, looking at different people in different fields, you know, be it runners, be it dancers, be it anything. So personally for me, it was never a hindrance in terms of, you know, like physically, it was never a hindrance because I've always been very flexible. I've always had a lot of energy. I've always been, I was, again, I've been dancing since I was like three, four years old. So wow. it's never been an issue for me. And also my mom, like my mom's an amazing dancer and my mom's mm-hmm. size as well. So okay. I've always seen her like, of course, since I was born, like I've seen her dancing and enjoying herself and being like the star of every party and being, wow. like, everyone's yeah. turning to her like, oh my God, help us choreograph, help us this so, <laughs> like you know plus I people can dance has just never been in my head but I yeah. won't say that it's not something that has caused issues in my life like in school I uh, tried out for the dance team like you know how each school and university has those teams yeah, we had yeah. a dance team of our own and I tried out for it and I didn't get in and I can safely say it's 
you know, because of my size, because yeah. I knew the number of people I was better than. I could see the number of people I was better than, but then they still get in and I don't. So it's, you know, it may, it's something that is a hindrance for like people in society in general, internally, not yeah. so much. But yeah, but then when I went to uni and then I tried out for teams over there, it was like yeah. I got in. So yeah, then clearly yeah. it's not me, it's the system, isn't it? Because yes, I'm getting yes, in yes. a place yeah, where, you know. Yeah, and the same thing happened to me when I was in school. So I used to love dancing and, you know, uh, these uh, events like Independence Day, Republic Day and all of that. So I used to, uh, I wanted to be in like uh, participate in all the events. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the uh, dancing part, my teachers or choreographers, they just put me behind the, uh, you know, the group so that people couldn't see me. It's because the way I look, I'm chubbiers, uh, you know, they didn't feel that I uh, I fit the group so it was I, uh, I didn't understand then but uh, I was like no I'm dancing I love dancing and that's it right like you love mm-hmm. dancing of that's course. the end of it so you never think like you uh, okay this is this is how you look so they're putting you back so that was a major I mean for me it was a I understood a little later that you know this is not right <laughs> till then mm-hmm. I didn't understand okay might be I'm not performing well so that's why they put me in the back that's what I thought initially but then I'm I so sorry that even happened with you that honestly oh, that sucks like yeah, I have nothing yeah, else to say yeah. that sucks I have so many people commenting saying things that are so similar to what you said you know like I don't dance anymore yeah. but I used to I don't dance anymore but I loved it I wish I could you know I I think I can yeah. dance but I've never tried it it sucks because again it's a hindrance that society is putting on you you know like you said you realize later yeah. that you know, they did that for another yeah, reason yeah. and a reason was that wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. And like in that uh, young of age, you automatically think that, you know, you're not good enough mm-hmm. and you will stop dancing. You know, not not many people, but some people like me think, okay, they're not good enough. So mm-hmm. I think people should be more accepting and now it's changing I agree before it was like you know you're a plus size you're not even like you know mm-hmm. be a fit mm-hmm. person to do any of the events of course I understand that's true and and Asta you um when you came back home from your uni did anything change did you were you tensed like you can't be as free with the dancing part anymore did you ever feel that way um, so for me, related to dance, it was more, I had just graduated uni. And at uni, I performed mm-hmm. for two years out of three. I didn't perform first year, because I was, you know, settling okay. in doing stuff like that. Yeah. Second year and third year, both years, I was in competitive teams. So one year I did hip hop, wow. and then one year I did uh, vibes. So it was really wow. fun. And then I graduated. So when I came back home, mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, start a full time job, which is what I did. I work in a marketing agency. So with dance, it was more of, oh, this sucks. Like it's something I'm so passionate about, I can't do anymore because, you know, it, when I'm doing a full time job, I can't take classes or I can't join a True, club yeah. or I can't unless dance is like my full time. So it was like, now what do I do? But then TikTok came around, which was like yeah. <laughs> super fun. more like lockdown came around. TikTok was always there. But yeah, yeah then I started making videos on TikTok um, just for like mm-hmm. funsies, like just all these like trendy dance videos and all that. And after that, when TikTok got banned, again, I was like, mm-hmm. now what do I do? Like, you know, I was enjoying <laughs> like the whole fun of dancing is, you know, like learning the routine, dancing it, recording it. Yeah, And it was yeah. gone again. So I was like, now what am I going to do? And then Reels came around. So 
Mm. With dance, it was more like, okay, I'm glad that I have an outlet which doesn't occupy too much of my time. Like, it's not like I have to go for an hour society class and then I have to go for a competition rehearsal. It's not as overtaking my life as it used to, Mm. but it's still a major part of it. So, like, now I'm happy with it. Before, I was, like, sad. I was like, it's gone forever. When am I ever going to dance again as a 22-year-old with a working job, you know? So, it's been great. Yeah, that's amazing. And Asa, like, I know you were bullied and uh, teased, like, you know, in the school, but uh, has it ever happened to you online? Since you're out in the world with your dancing videos on reels, do you feel vulnerable or did you receive any hate trolls or comments? Uh, yeah, um, some basic comments that you see, like, you know, just body shaming and all that. They Those are fine. But just one stands out, like, a couple of weeks ago, this... Girl, she has around like, I think 14, 15,000 followers. And she had posted a story, basically it was her and her friends, or I don't know who it was. And they were just like mocking and reacting to my reel. Um, and oh. it was very, like, it was very hateful. It was very malice. It was very that. frustrating, yeah. but... Yeah, so that happened and someone sent it, like someone, another person who I didn't know just sent it to me saying, just by the way, this is something she's posted, like, I hope you see this. And I saw it and it was just, I think it was so frustrating because it's not anymore the fact that you're making fun of me for my body, because that's obviously that's not fine. But I understand why that's so normalized and why you would do that. And maybe you have been brought up that way that you feel like it's okay to shame another person for how they look fine. Yeah. But the fact that you then go ahead and post it and then you yeah, post it to that's... 14, 15,000 people who probably some oh of them God. are reacting to it and enjoying that content, which is probably why they follow you. That was a bit frustrating. So that's probably the only hate that like stood out. But luckily that turned out to be a very good thing for me because when I saw this, I was just like, I'm not going to entertain this. Like this is not something that's, uh, that I'm going to just let go and just, you know, like I'm yeah. going to just yeah. post about it. So I posted about it on my story and posted wow. about how I never highlight. And I really don't. That was the one and only time that I've ever done this. I never highlight the hate I get because I always want to highlight the positivity that comes from posting stuff yes. like this. Because if you see me posting this and you see how much people are loving me, maybe it'll encourage you mm. to do it too, you know? Like that's exactly delete hate comments. Like sometimes I'll delete them just because I don't want another I don't care about it, but I don't want another plus size girl or any girl or guy, be it. Seeing that yeah. comment and being like, yeah. God, I thought I could do this. But when I do it, what if they comment this as well? Like, no, I don't want you to go through that. It's fine. Yes. Some of them. And with this one, it totally turned around because the amount of support that outpoured from me posting about this and posting wow. about how, you know, I don't highlight it, but man, this sucked. Everyone was there for me and everyone supported <laughs> me. People reported her account, reported her story. She had to take it down. So it was, you know, really... Wow. Validating Mm -hmm. that it's like, I'm not alone. And there's a lot of people who are there who are rooting for me. And not just me, but anyone who's trying to be their authentic self, be it, you know, it can be anything. So, yeah. Yeah. That's how hate when you're, yeah. And when you're doing good, I think everything good happens. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Asta, what's your one suggestion to a plus size person who wants to pursue dancing as a career? And how do you uh, think we can break the stereotype? Just do it. (laughs) That sounds so cliche. (laughs) Honestly, just do it. Like, yeah, yeah, don't let anything be a, don't let anything be a barrier for you that doesn't involve you. 
you know like don't let another person's opinion be it your family be it your friends be it trolls on the internet be it something that a celebrity said anything don't let that hinder your confidence and your dreams and your goals of course i understand if you have internal problems and there's internal stuff where you you know are battling yourself you can work on that too you know don't let anyone else's drama be your drama that's all just do what you want <laughs> literally and if you can making yeah. a career out of dancing is not easy i like kudos to anyone who can do it yeah. it's not easy to do full time yeah. it's a very hard working job and very very time consuming job so just the fact that you have the passion enough to think that you want to do this full time as a career amazing already yeah. you're that's already your feeling it yeah that's your half the battle <laughs> very true half the battle is sorted we are here for the rest we'll yeah. see you throughout yay thank you so much asa it was like amazingly fun and so inspiring keep dancing and keep inspiring us thank you so much for having me i had such a good time yeah me too thank you so 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 very much guys for tuning till the end of the episode it really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode i would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there you can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode please make sure that you tag me over instagram or facebook let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others i will give a shout out to you as well All right that's it for now i will look forward to have you in my next episode of musified with ashi let's rock and roll take care and ciao